that's what you really want to do, go have your Kate Hudson movement moment and confess. Come clean with your feelings and be like, I'm just a girl. Ask oh, God. <laughs> Standing mm-hmm. in front of a boy, asking him to love her. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lainey Louie, talk show host and entertainment reporter. I'm also the editor of LaineyGossip.com. And I am a BTS Yeah, fan. you are. I'm Sasha Tong. I am a producer at an entertainment show here in Canada. I'm also a fashion and beauty columnist on LaineyGossip.com. And I am not a big BTS fan. But this is What's Your Drama, where we gossip about you. Can I just say something before we actually start? And we could include this, but I know you never like us bragging about our podcast being really popular on iTunes. But the but now because more people have listened, our five star rating has gone down to four point five, which crushes my soul because you know I like to win at all costs. I know. And now and now people are putting not nice comments. Um, and so it's like, what what do you want? Do you want more people to listen? But then lots of people then will start to hate you more. I'm I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted as to how I'm supposed to feel about this. Okay, well. I'm actually talking to you about this like as seriously. I, you know me, I don't mind bad comments. Like it doesn't bother I me. I hate <laughs> bad comments. Like it punctures my heart. Like I, as I told you, when I look at those bad comments, I find the person on Instagram and I fucking in my head think, hate you. You're trying to ruin my life. I fucking hate you. Yeah, I, it doesn't. Like I've I've read so many heinous things at, like over whatever how long have I been doing this fifteen sixteen years that maybe more no more seventeen years that you've just your thick skin seventeen years of thick it's skin not even thick skin it's kind of like you know entertaining almost oh I do not find it entertaining you don't at find all. it entertaining that someone has feels that strongly about you like for instance. In the year 2021, have you left a comment anywhere, anything, for anything? What do you mean? Have I left like, a comment? I'm oh, the, yes. Oh, you have? Because I'm not yeah, that person. When, when, I, when there was a restaurant that I'm not allowed to talk about that did some oh. unmasking, I went specifically to their Instagram and all capped yelled at them. <laughs> <laughs> See, so, I, yes. I, I don't, like... I just find it when someone's giving me their energy, negative or positive, I'm just like, okay, well, you feel that strongly. I, you know, I see that. Maybe I'll get there in 17 years, but I was irritated. Okay, sorry. Go on. What do you want to talk about? I have, okay. I have to say, Sash, I have a newfound appreciation for you. This, I know that what you're going to say after this is not going to be complimentary, but okay, what? Please tell me. There's, here's another reason I love you. Okay. It's because as a producer, part of your job is chase producing. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. And we're working on a project right now where I don't know how I got assigned the job of Chase producing, but I fucking hate it. Like the the stress. Okay, so everybody out there, a Chase producer, let's say on like a news program, is a person, mm-hmm. is the producer who chases down the guests. Like, I mean, you're not running down the street chasing them, but you're the one who's you doing the call. Sort of are. You're reaching yeah. out. You're like, can you come on our news program? Can you talk about the vaccine? Can you talk about COVID? Can you talk about the budget? Can you talk about tax reform? All of that, you're chasing guests. So that Mm -hmm. is what a chase producer does. Um, For me, in our case, like for you, working on an entertainment show, chase producing involves reaching out to celebrities and basically saying- And being rejected and being rejected (laughs) all the time. And so I'm working on this thing where I'm actually chase producing and it is, first of all, the stress of like sending the note or making that phone call is, is like, I hate it. It makes me feel like you're calling someone you like in school and you leave them a message and you don't know if they're going to call you back. And then when the rejection comes, it is uh, gutting. Do you know what's hilarious? This is a perfect example of what I just talked to you about, about people leaving mean comments on our podcast and how that affects me and it doesn't affect you. I can be turned down a hundred times by the same celebrity and I'll still fucking go back <laughs> and I have no shame because it doesn't hurt my feelings anymore. In fact, it gives me m- more motivation to be like, why are you saying no? Like, do you <laughs> do you need me to tell you how many more reasons that you should be saying yes? Like there's a stylist, a very, very, very famous stylist that we've wanted on our show for a very long time. Um. Law Roach, I'm just telling I you. I knew it was yes. Law Roach before. Okay. Yes. Okay. Are we keeping so, that in the show? I don't know okay. if you're, I don't know. Three years ago, I emailed him and they left me dangling. So I've been so irritated. I tried so hard three years ago that I was like, I'm going to pony up on that again. And I said, I replied to that same email <laughs> from three years ago and was like, hi, yeah. How about Do now? you think we could make, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> We've had some back and forth and I'm still being like they they dangled that carrot and um, but then I haven't heard from them since. So I will try. I will continue to try until my last fucking breath to get La Roach on the show. Well, like I said, this is chase producing. Yes, it's horrible. It's demoralizing. Anyway, so yeah, I've been chase producing now for a little while for this thing. And um, it is, so I just wanted to say newfound appreciation for all the producers out there. Of course- fucking Duanna, when I told Duanna, I was like, yeah, I fucking, you know, I'm doing this. And she was like, Chase producing. And I was like, uh, yeah, why do you have to be so excited? And this, she likes it. She's like, the highs are so high. The lows are so low. Like she's turned into it's a true. fucking musical. So <laughs> that's totally true. But she's right. She's right. It's a journey. It's a journey. That is for sure. Okay. And here's, I, I've been thinking this thing happened to me today and I, oh, we're going on. We're still pre-chatting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. You're the only person I wanted to talk to you about this. <laughs> oh, again, I know this isn't going to be for me, but okay, yeah. Yes, it is for you. You fucking love this shit. Mm. Do you always pee straight? Oh, my God. This is such a random question. Do I pee straight? Yeah. Like, when you sit down and you're like, yeah. does it always come out straight into no. the hole? So No. Sometimes, and now it's interesting because sometimes it like goes wide, yes. like a wide stream. And it like somehow will touch your thighs and you're like, yes, but why? I'm not yes, doing anything yes, differently. Yes, yes. yes. Why don't we talk about this enough? Like, you know, 
I am not saying I want a penis, but I think one of the advantages of having a penis during urination Directional. is Directional. that you can hold on to that motherfucker and you can yeah. point it in the direction it needs to go. Whereas yeah. our, I don't know what it is, but my theory is that I guess the folds are in a weird position. And that's why oh. it fucking sprays down your fucking thigh or on the side of your puss. Oh, that's actually really that smart. Well, because I always get really nervous when I go pee in nature because when you when you're like, well, fuck, fingers crossed, like it's either hitting the ground or it's like absolutely in my pants. Yes. Like how you're right. I don't know how I don't know how to quantifiably change that. Well, and this is this is what I mean is like so it happened to me today. I fucking sat down the bull. I was like, I'm going to go. And I don't have typically I don't usually have a strong stream. I'm not a hmm. strong streamer. I okay. am like. Um, a medium to weak streamer. So when that tracks, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when so when I when I ha- like when that shit's going sideways, when it, it's there, I have a directional problem. Yeah. Then if it's a weak stream, it's even worse, right? Oh yeah, it's exactly in your ankle. It's like in your socks. <laughs> so it's like fucking dribbling down the side, uh, like yeah, you know, no. or my thigh or whatnot. And I was like, fuck. How like are we supposed to fucking lean over and check the goddamn fold before? Well, you why release? don't you do that now for well, all of mankind? Who can remember, like I guess well, I want to know for people out there. For the next week until we revisit, fine. I'm giving you two weeks until our next podcast. I um, I ask you to either find an apparatus that <laughs> opens the folds, <laughs> the rudders. <laughs> Sure. Just figure out if that if that um, theory is correct or not. All right. Well, I would also like to invite the people listening. Or a urologist would be nice to tell us, I guess. Whatever. But I'd like to hear stories. For those of you out there who've had experiences peeing not straight, if um, you would like to share your stories and share your experience <laughs> and your, your hacks... Yeah. What's your hack? Do you sit down and you make an adjustment? Do you check the rudder directions? Make sure they're going in the right way before you release the stream? Like, yeah. let us know because I'm very This curious. is important. Yeah. And yeah. this is, it's not the first time it's happened to me in my life, obviously. It's just the first time I've wanted to talk about it in scientific detail. Not that this is scientific. Because it happened, happened recently? It just happened Did something today. Happen- just when you went upstairs before we started the podcast? No, like in the afternoon that I made a mental note oh, to talk okay. to you about it. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. Thank you for making that point because I've always been like, what am I doing? Like, and sometimes you're like, okay, well, I'm going to force this fucker out quick so that it doesn't have time to dribble. Yeah. Down your fucking okay, well, leg because this is- directionally there's a problem anyway. So, yeah. okay, great. I'm glad. You come here for the drama, but you stay for the science. <laughs> stay for the labia science. If you're, if you're out there, let us know about your peeing direction. All right. Yes, please. Questions. Ready? Yep. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. Here's my question. I got out of a long-term relationship at the end of 2019 and spent 2020 dating as safe as I can. I'm 30 and I'm ready to be in a relationship again after having fully let go and gotten over my long-term ex. During the summer of 2020, I met Nate, not his real name, who was newly divorced as of one year. He was intense and wanted to be in communication a lot, but we had this connection that I've never felt with anyone else. I felt hard for that. I fell hard for that intensity. 
I don't know if she means I fell hard or I felt hard. Anyway, I fell hard for that intensity and thought we were perfect for each other. However, after a month and a half of dating, he decided that I wasn't open-minded enough for him sexually and he dumped me the day we were supposed to meet up. He also moved out of the city and back to his hometown two weeks later. I was heartbroken. I hadn't felt this sort of heartbrokenness in a long time, perhaps because it was so out of the blue. It felt even sadder than the dissolution of my long-term relationship. After a few months of no contact, we began texting again and rediscovered all the things we had in common. And even as I was dating other men after him, I couldn't quite let go how I felt for Nate. He would always be on the back of my mind, even if I was cuddling on a couch with someone else. Fast forward seven months after we broke up for some periods, off and on texting, I find out he's moving permanently to the city. The two weeks leading up to his move, we texted every day, video chatted each other, and he continued to express how excited he was to try for us to date again. However, here's the thing. He's always dated multiple people at once because we've only, we've never been exclusive. Yet, I feel such a claim to him and I can't get over this anxiousness of him meeting other women. He tells me we have a connection like nothing else, but I don't feel secure around him as long as we aren't exclusive. I've been talking, going out on dates with other men, but at the end of the day, all I want is Nate. I don't know what to do, whether I should just give up or whether this takes time and I need to express to him that I need to trust him. I don't understand why I feel this sort of anxiousness with Nate that I don't feel with other men. And it may be that I feel I'm a contestant on The Bachelor vying for this man to choose me. What do I do? Am I going crazy? Thank you so much. Please call me Julia. Okay. I'm pretty sure you and I are in alignment on this one. Yeah? Yeah, well, we are reading it and the whole time I'm like, fuck Nate, fuck Nate. No, no Nate. But then I, I want to just clarify, did Julia say she's asked Nate to be exclusive or no? She just gets the general vibe that dude just likes to date a bunch of chicks, her being one of them. Yeah. That's where we're at, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So they broke up seven months ago after dating for a month and a half and now he's coming back to the city and they're going to date, but he's going to date other people, and she's extremely anxious about it. So should she – first of all, do you think she should be like, yo, Nate, I want to be one-on-one, just us, forever and ever? I think that is one of – I think before calling it entirely quits, like already I'm like, I don't think it's going to pan out, but I don't – I want to give Nate and her the benefit of the doubt that I would say, yes, I think you need to express – like see him a couple more times, right? Like have the dates in the city and see how that goes. Um, I'm always a little suspect when someone breaks up with you because they don't find you sexually compatible and then all of a sudden they want to see you again, yet they have like a harem of women that they are with. I I don't know. So I am telling Julia to be very cautious, but just to put the nail in the coffin to see if he actually is the right one or not, I would um, see him a couple more times and then see if there would be a possibility to be exclusive. If not, I would bounce because already Julia feels insecure. Already Julia has like been dumped because she wasn't like, you know, sexually appropriate or whatever for him, like wasn't doing all the splits and like fun shit that he wanted her to do. Um, Already she's like coming out of the, out of that as a loss. Like she's going to start to feel, she already feels insecure about that. I'm sure. And now she's feels like she's a fucking competitor on a reality dating show. Like uh, out of the gates, nothing feels really fun. Mm-hmm. I um, Your thoughts? I wouldn't even go the extra step. I'd bounce. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think, Julia, it's time to check out of Nate. Yeah, but this is, but let's be real here. Julia's, Julia's like, I can't, Nate. <laughs> I can't quit Nate. I can't quit Nate. So 
So I think she needs one like slap in the face to be like, nah, bro does not want you. I guess. But I mean, I think that, yeah, no matter what we say, Julia, I don't think you're going to listen to our advice, especially not mine when I'm like, pull the plug. Um, <laughs> so know this, like if you if you're going to do this and continue with it, I, I, I can't see that you're going to feel better about yourself. And here, that is why I'm telling yes. Julia to like back up, let's go and, and, mm. and move on. Because I don't think that Julia, Julia is not herself when it comes to Nate. You're she right. She said she's never felt this kind of anxiousness. She's always anxious, which means, as you said, she's insecure. And if you're starting off a situation like mm-hmm. in this mindset where you are um, completely unsure and not even in a fun, good way, well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like Anxious- you're five yards behind yeah. somebody already. Anxiousness is such a serious word. Like mm. I, you know, and again, there can be a, a funky, weird butterflies excitement that is new in a relationship that, and that kind of anxiousness. But this, this to me doesn't sound like that's any fun. And mm. I, for that reason, I think that if Julia, you want to continue you're setting yourself up for more stress. So I, I although I don't think you're going to take this advice, I, I do think that you're then going to have to accept you're not going to like yourself very much. Well, and that sets her up also for potential failure for the next relationship. You know, when someone's kind of like chipped away at like who you are and like how you feel about yourself yeah. and then you go back out and you're trying to like you know, find another person to date. You're already, you're already like, Ugh, like you're already cringing for yourself. Yeah. Um, which is not the right thing to do. I'm not, I'm, you know, I think that that's not always the path that everyone takes coming out of like a shitty relationship with somebody. Um, but I don't know, just the way that Julia is writing, like I kind of sense that this is kind of the, you know, she's sensitive and she yeah. is one of those people who's a little bit of a sponge for other people's emotions and stuff. So that's kind of what I'm, yeah. I'm guessing here I could be wrong. But um, yes, you're right, lady. That's what she actually should do. But if we're being a little bit more realistic, I feel like she's still going to give Nate a try. Mm-hmm. I just hope that she listens and um, gives him that one last try, but does not give him, what would this be, her a fourth attempt at dating him? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's just try this one last time. He's moving back to the city. Maybe you could fucking sling your fucking pussy all over him. He'll be really happy. Uh if not, then bounce. Okay. That's Sasha's advice. My advice is bounce now. Um, well, mine's bounce now too, but I'm just trying to, I was trying to be what you do. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. How does yeah. that backfire on me? Yeah. Okay. I just, yeah. And I, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I, 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 Julia, keep us posted. Maybe we're wrong about you and you're going to listen to this and be like, okay, those two bitches, you know, Clearly just don't leave a fucking negative review on fucking iTunes. Oh, do it. Or do, why don't you just di- direct <laughs> just it to me? Direct them all at like, Lady Gossip. Lady is a big cunt. <laughs> yes, but take the brunt for me. I My emotions can't handle it. Okay, go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, next. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I got engaged in December and we are aiming for an October 22 wedding. Nothing has been planned yet because we live in Ontario. Just entered our third lockdown and we are still hesitant to book. Yeah, don't blame you. We live here too. (laughs) Fucking sucks. It's a dumpster fire of a fucking province. (laughs) I don't know who I want my bridesmaids to be, but so far I have only asked my maid of honor since I want to ask the rest, uh, rest once a date is secured. I was on a walk recently with one of my friends who I'm planning on asking to be a bridesmaid. We've been best friends since grade six and I was a bridesmaid in her wedding. I was talking about how our invitations will potentially say, quote, must be vaccinated. And I was complaining about how my fiance's grandmother refuses to get vaccinated for no good reason. She then said, well, I guess I should break the news to you now that I don't plan on getting vaccinated. Her reasoning was that there is not really scientific proof that it will affect fertility. And she plans to have more kids and doesn't want to risk anything. She then said that while she won't be getting it, she selfishly wants everyone around her to be vaccinated. While I understand her reasoning, if all my wedding guests will be vaccinated, presumably, is it fair to them to have a non-vaccinated person at the wedding? Whoa! This is isn't this such a, a trip. this is the this is a this is the fuck. life we live now, right? Mm-hmm. I feel a little stressed about the whole thing. Obviously, I want her there and want her in my bridal party. But now that I know that she refuses to get the vaccine, I'm left feeling confused. Sorry for the long email. Any advice is appreciated. Thank you, A. Okay, A. What kind of name should we give A? Let's try and give a less popular name. Althea. Althea? Mm -hmm. How the fuck am I going to write that in the introduction? How do you spell Althea? A-L-T-H-E-A. L-T-H-E-I-A. I'm playing Duana here because like if it's Ashley, Amanda, Amy, Anne, whatever, then I don't want it to be too close, right? Fine. Althea. 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 I won't remember it, so you're going to have to remind me. But okay, Althea. But yeah, fucking trip to have to have one of these. When I saw this email, I was like, oh God, this is what life is like. But go. Okay. Let me, let me ask you some questions. Uh, okay. Yeah. The next time that you're invited to a wedding. Yes. Are you going to be asking the people who are inviting you about vaccination rates among the guests? Like how do we navigate <laughs> life now yeah. when, when we're back out there in the wild and we have to go to places? But that's why I want to know. So presumably you're going to be invited to a wedding in the future. Yeah. So- Tell me, what is, how am I going to feel if I know there are people unvaccinated? What's your approach going to be, period? Are you just going to say, yeah, I'm going to any wedding. I don't care. I'm showing up. But I'll be vaccinated. I know. So, so I guess I, I mean, so too bad, so sad for the unvaccinated person. Like, I know that being vaccinated doesn't mean you won't get COVID. It means you won't fucking die or go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So are, are are most of us probably going to get COVID at one point in our life? I guess so. I don't know. That makes my fucking hands sweat. Um, but I guess that's a possibility. Um, but yeah, like I plan to be vaccinated and all of our friends, thankfully, like it's so hard for me to wrap my mind around it because I don't think we have any anti-vaxxer friends. Do you? So that's why I'm like, I love that I don't even have to really think much about this question that you asked me because I would 
hate to have to be in that situation. But if we were friends with Althea, then even though Althea is not an anti-vaxxer, her friend's an anti-vaxxer. So it still applies. Like, you don't know, like, you don't know. Well, she's not an anti-vaxxer. She's not an anti-vaxxer. She's an anti-vaxxer. I guess she's an anti-vaxxer. That COVID, that anti-COVID. But, but she's saying she doesn't want to take it because she feels like it could harm her fertility, which is actually not true, but fine. Um, she wants everyone, She but she's saying she wants everyone to be vaccinated. So she's obviously not like anti-COVID vaccine, right? Because the bridesmaid was like, I'm not going to get it because I want to procreate more, no, no, but I, I sure shit want everyone else to be, have that's one. That's kind of some, that anti-vaxxer jams are kind of like that. Like, the you know if you're not going to get polio or MMR or whatever you're counting mm. on all the other kids in your kid's school to have, to it. have it so that your yeah. kid doesn't have to have the thing so right. that's right. the tricky part about anti-vaxxers is that they benefit that from people know, being responsible so there's number one you're dumb you don't believe in science and yeah. you're <laughs> selfish or whatever yeah. number two all of the above number two mm. you actually are working against yourself because the thing you don't believe in is the thing you're relying on other people to do to protect you and your children yeah so which is this that vibe that um Althea's friend is working is definitely in line with anti-vaxxer bullshit okay fair fine fine um, I was trying to give her friend like a wee bit of grace, but either way, um, yeah, like I wish I could answer your question, Lainey, but I don't want to, because I just don't want to believe that I'll ever be put in that situation. Having said that, what does Althea, see, I've already forgotten her name. Althea. Yeah. Althea. What does Althea do with this rogue bridesmaid? Does she disinvite her? I have an option in my head. Okay. Tell me the option. I have no idea. The op- the option, I think, which is a happy medium, maybe, would be Althea says to the bridesmaid, hey, fine, if you're not going to get vaccinated, I don't agree with it. And um, it puts me in a very uncomfortable position and puts my guests in harm and it makes people uncomfortable. So what I ask of you is you self-isolate for 10 days before my sure. – or yeah, 10 to 14 days before my wedding. That's the only like I feel like that is the olive branch. And if if the bridesmaid was like, fuck no, I'm not I don't have kids. I'm not fucking self-isolating. It's 2022. Oh, I thought she said no, she said she wanted more kids. Oh, did she? I thought she said I she I don't know. Was it more kids or kids? Um her reasoning was that there is not really scientific proof that it will affect fertility and she plans to have more kids. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. So I don't know. I'm, I guess I would be putting that back in her court. I would say, hi, friend. I'd like you to be part of my wedding. I think it's – I don't agree with you that you are not going to get a vaccine when I'm asking all of my guests to. The only uh, – I can make one exception, which is you self-isolate. Yeah. that's. And then if she's like, bitch, no. And you're like, unfortunately, I'm so sorry. I wish I could have you there and celebrate with you. But um, it, it's, uh, it will be uncomfortable to all my guests. Especially since if she's saying she wants to have more kids, it means she has kids. So these kids yeah. go to school. Like, I mean, we're going to school and presumably yes. at some point we'll go back to school and kids aren't being vaccinated yet. So whatever they're bringing no. home and whatever, she could pick 100%. up and show up at the wedding and pass around. Right? Yep. Yeah. I. Yeah, it's, it's not cool, but I, I think that that is like if she, if Althea is wanting to make 
this work, quote unquote work, that is I that is the only that's the only option I see outside of saying peace out. Yeah. I really I really wish I knew what tone this friend said when she was like, well, I guess I should break the news to you now that I don't plan on getting vaccinated. So like Althea almost has an in because she already set it up. She was like, uh, yeah. you know, my fiance's grandmother, blah, blah, blah. And then friend was like, well, so you, your friend already, already has in the back of her mind an idea of, mm-hmm. of your stance on this. So yeah. you basically saying, hey, 10, 10 to 14 days in isolation. Mm-hmm. And don't you think, do you think we should throw a test on top of there though? Yeah, absolutely. Throw a fucking <laughs> test on top of there. Yeah, good call. Rapid test right. as soon as she enters yeah. the uh, building as well. Yeah, 10 to 14 isolation, rapid test, come to the wedding, right? Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> smart move, smart move. Um, I don't know, I but also, I bet you there'll, there'll be some people listening who'll be like, that is so unfair. And, you know, it, when someone is making a choice for their body, the um, – because that's the that's the argument, right? Like, yeah, agency over your body. I get that. Uh, it just doesn't apply here. How about that? I guess because this is a private event involving someone's wedding. Yes, but yeah, but also it doesn't apply here. We're in a fucking pandemic, so eat a bag of fucking dicks and get your vaccine. Uh, the other thing, though, I was going to say was um, Sasha was the one who said that. So just FYI, yeah. <laughs> Don't leave bad reviews. Um, What the fuck was I going to say now about that? Um, The only thing I can hope, though, is that by 2022, that there won't be this issue. Well, I'm I'm sorry. Why do you have to hope it? Isn't that a fact? I don't know. In in eight months, this won't be an issue, right? We'll have two shots and, you know, we'll be able to... So that's what I'm hoping. That that's my other hope for Althea. That by the time your wedding comes, you don't have to put anything like any sort of like must be vaccinated and rapid tests on site. Like I hope that that's not even an issue because we'll have had herd immunity and everyone will be fine. Okay, that's all that I hope for. Again, herd let immunity, me herd immunity is achieved by those who get vaccinated, benefiting those who aren't vaccinated. I know. Okay. Also, according to this person's logic, like my whole thing is, according to this per- person's logic, if everyone of childbearing age decides not to get vaccinated, because oh, we're, we're we're never have getting herd immunity, and no. this thing is going on forever and ever, right? Isn't that that would you would, again correct? Because if she's yes. making the decision, and then her neighbor makes the decision, and every other person of childbearing age makes that decision, yeah. I mean that's totally. a lot of people. Yeah, let's not go there. Okay, well, let's keep let's well, keep the spirit of this podcast up. Let's okay. last question it. Good luck, Althea. <laughs> okay. Um, hi guys, I'm gonna try and make this short and sweet. I became friends with a guy from university who ran in the same circle as me two years ago. We started talking one summer at mutual at a mutual friend's wedding, and things escalated quickly. Oh, okay, finally, I like that. Did you save this one for last for me? <laughs> yep, okay, I did because it's amazing. basically a rom com okay, for you. Amazing. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let me just get into a romp. You're also ready because your gummy just hit you, didn't it? <laughs> okay. I know that face. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm just going to set this up. When Lainey takes a gummy, her brain cells expire. So here we are. Fingers crossed we get some sort of like formed sentences to come. Okay. Okay. 
So they started talking one summer at a mutual friend's wedding, and well, things escalated quickly. We hooked up all summer, which was fine, but we ended up talking every single day from morning to night. I knew he was going off to med school across the country, so I didn't think much of it and kept my expectations low. In fact, I joke around all the time saying it was nice knowing him since we probably wouldn't keep in contact anymore. To my surprise, two years later, we haven't gone a day without speaking to each other. Oh, can I end it there? (laughs) (laughs) I wish. No. (laughs) There's a whole list of things I could name that deposited little bits of hope for the potential of something more. Like every time he came back home, he would ask me not to tell any of our friends that he's in town, especially during COVID, since he was only allowed to see one friend, me. Or when he said, when I'm in the room, I'm the only person who wants to be he wants to be around, which he later denied he ever said. Oh, that's not a good sign. And not Hmm. to mention that everyone sees and comments on it despite not knowing our romantic history as we kept it on the DL. He got a girlfriend about six months after he left and never talked about her. I didn't even know he was in a relationship until I dragged it out of him a year later. Also, the way he talked about it the first time I confronted him was questionable. I would hold on to the little things he would say that made it seem like they weren't going to last. The last time he came to visit me, I realized I was deep in my feelings and trying to keep it platonic. It was getting harder and harder. He's also the type of person to do things in life because it seems like the right thing to do, like his career. So I came to the realization that he's played it safe his whole life and I'm no exception. He won't choose me. So a few days ago, I pretty much told him it'd be best if we stopped talking entirely as I tried to distance myself before he made it impossible. I miss him, obviously. He was my best friend, but he... But was he really if I always kind of wanted him? I don't know. But my question is, did I make the right choice? Some days it feels like I destroyed our friendship and other times I'm glad I was selfish and saved myself heartache in the long run. Thanks for reading. Okay. What's her name? Didn't say. Or are you going to – okay. What would you like this name to be? I always name them. Davina. Okay. Davina. Okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I'm a little bit confused why Davina didn't take the opportunity to maybe express how she felt instead of like cutting the friendship off entirely. Was that, were you thinking that? Like, I don't understand that. She's like, oh my gosh, yes. Um, I like, I realized I love him. And instead of telling him that I just ended all communication and friendship with him. I don't understand. I don't, that makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't think it makes sense when you're from the outside, but I think when you're in there and, you know, remember he was moving across the country, so she was trying to convince herself, hey, you know, I'll never see you again. And then they just kept up their friendship. I don't think that they've been fucking since that summer, though. No, because he's had a girlfriend for what, like a year Year now? Yeah. Sure. But like he come, I mean, there's obviously something happening there. I mean- and you know what? Maybe Davina's right because maybe Davina sees the signs clearly and I'm still trying to hold on to the fact that there could be some romantic something there because she's like, you know, I – he – what'd she say? A, that he denied saying that what she was like the reason why he came back. Like the, the uh, only thing he notices in a room yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And that she's like holding on to like – all these potentials of maybe him breaking up with his girlfriend, but they haven't yet. So maybe Davina knows that she, or maybe Davina's scared that she's going to have to f- fear or face rejection. I don't know. I kind of want to know. It seems wrong to like end a whole entire friendship 
and potential relationship and like love and not having expressed that properly. Like, why wouldn't you at least express that? So uh, it's going to eat her up. I feel like I need so much more information. Based on the information we have, do you feel that he li- he likes her? Yeah, but then she was like, but he'll never pick me. He He's he's the person to like always do like the straight and narrow, right? Yeah. Like he doesn't take risks. But why is Davina a risk? Like I just want – yes, you're right. Like I feel like I need more. So I, I'm I'm fine – like I'm like, Davina, okay, fine. If you've made your choice and you feel good about it, yeah, it's probably going to sting for a while that you've lost this friend and this – you know, like you had all these feelings – so I'll I'll co-sign that as a good move. But like, do you love him? Does he love you? I want to know that. I need to know that part. But uh, yeah, but, you know, if she's getting the vibe, like to me, I think that if Davina could go for it, she would go for it. But something is holding her back from going for it. And I think it's him. Like he's he's like not giving her anything. He has this girlfriend. You know, he has denied the the old sweet things that he said about her. So Davina doesn't have the confidence to go for it. And so now Davina's just pining for somebody who isn't feeling it back for her. But maybe he's in the exact same position. Maybe he's like, oh, Davina's always wanted to keep me in friend zone. So I just, I guess I'm going to be friend zoned and I'm going to continue like doing my life. And I found this new girl in my life. I'm going to continue with that because Davina wants to be friends. There's nowhere in that email that she says, like, that they've ever had a discussion. Like, they've just, they've basically had, like, this, whatever, three-year friendship of lots of flirting and, like, lots of miscommun, like, of, like, no communication about actually how they feel. It's all, like... But she just told him, I can't be friends with you anymore because I'm, like, you know, I think she just told him. Did she say that? What did she say, that last line? A few days ago... A few days ago, I pretty much told him it'd be best if we stopped talking entirely. Why? As I tried, Why? As I tried to distance myself before, but he made it impossible. Like, I think that she, I think that she, you know, made that clear. And so this is the rom-com part, right? If we were in a movie, he would be across the country missing her so much that he would, in the middle of the night, start running towards the airport. Oh my God, the gate is closing. I hope he makes it. I hope he makes it. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I knew this is where you were going to go. Yep. Keep on playing. And he'd get on the plane and then he'd run, whatever. So that is. Why does it have to be him? Why can't she book, get on the fucking, go to the airport and say, it's me. I want to be with you. That just hasn't been communicated. That's what's like, she's basically like, oh, we've, we had this hot and heavy thing. And like all of our friends can sense our fucking chemistry and it's fucking on like Donkey Kong. Um, But no one's ever fucking said anything yet. Well, I don't know. I'm I don't unsatisfied. There's another girl in the picture. This feels like, like that. It feels like Ross and Rachel. This is where I'm at with that. Huh? This is you think rom com. I think friends. I you know when like Ross had a fucking girlfriend and Rachel, they were like just friends. But then she realized that she loved him. That is not the pop culture reference in my mind right now. I have a t- entirely different one. I know what you're going to you're It's going to be a Julia Roberts movie. Well, yeah. Like I don't want her to of be course. Julia Roberts in my best friend's wedding. Yeah, I don't think she is. I don't think I have enough proof to know that she is. Listen, I don't want Davina to fucking throw herself in like into flames. I don't want her to get rejected. I don't. So I trust her. So listen, Davina, if you fucking trust your gut so well and you cut him off and and you and you're going to fight me 
specifically <laughs> back on this, then you made the right move. Congratulations. It's going to hurt a little bit. You're going to miss him, but you'll get over it and find a new person that loves you and you love them. Yeah. However, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, Sasha might be right. I didn't, re- we've really never talked about feelings, like real true feelings. Mm-hmm. Then I think that is worth it. Let's cut to the chase though. Why do you think Davina wrote to us? Because she wants to take my advice, which is to run to him. Yes. yes like a rom-com. Yes. Like, Davina, you're going to hear what you want to hear. Like, I suspect that this is, you know, you, you want a little push to go be like to go have your Kate Hudson moment. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you really want to do, go have your Kate Hudson movement m- moment and confess. Come clean with your feelings and be like, I'm just a girl. Ask oh, God. <laughs> Standing mm-hmm. in front of a boy, asking him to love her. Um, mm. So, you know what, Davina? I think that that is the point of your message. You just wanted to hear us encourage you or at least yes and I encourage that and I go for it then because I typically wouldn't put myself out there but in this instance it feels like it needs to um it will be the chapter closing moment either way yeah just put on the right outfit make sure your mask up mask up mask up make sure your hair is loose because you know these scenes always happen when the person has loose hair and the wind is blowing we need run, wind. Yeah. Yeah. Run to the car, the airport or whatever, wherever. Well, if it's safe, I'm going to assume that like Davina doesn't live in shithole Ontario like we do. That's true. <laughs> run your vaccinated blood to him. Yes. If you're American, if Davina's American, likely Davina is vaccinated because it yes. seems like everyone there is. So Davina, go have your rom-com moment. Yeah. And let us know. Keep us posted. Okay. Okay, um, well, that's well, all. That was pleasant. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. And don't forget to leave comments, but only directed at me calling me a cunt. If you have yeah. nice things to say, only direct those to Sasha. Yes, good call. <laughs> yeah. I like that. So mean okay. shit, tell me. Nice shit, tell Sasha. Yes, please. And I'll thank even you. give you a tip. Like things that you want to say to Sasha are you're so thoughtful, you have great advice. And yes. Mean things you want to say to me are I have janky feet. You can make fun of my feet. Um. <laughs> they are janky. You're a fucking cunt. Yeah. Uh, all any any anger, just shit. direct it, direct it personally to her. <laughs> Leave my fucking iTunes shit clean. <laughs> Or fuck, if you need to say mean shit to me, direct it to my email. I just don't like it when my five stars get fucked. Okay, well. Okay, that's it. I don't think you could have been a celebrity. I'm so desperate. (laughs) This is my, like, whatever. Who cares? As if anyone's made it to this point in the fucking podcast anyway. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.